0: there's a feeling of agitation Caused by the presence or an imminence of danger You Why do you think people believe in ghosts? I do am so oh, sorry you, right 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 you not anymore A last fire will Behind those eyes that house will rock There's a presence
1: in the house with me I can't hurt you if you don't believe it. I suggest you
0: leave that house It's not even real We don't have time for these games someone say GAME? And perchance, for interest's sake, a deadly game? To the game. Really big sunglasses. Bikorn. Smallmouth bass. Wow! Rolling Mm pin. Mousetrap. Rubber chicken. Little to the left. That's it. I don't know. Any eyeball glasses. I've never seen those before in my life. Mazooka? I have a permit for that. Picture of killaway's wife. What? Uh-oh. Margaret! You son of a bitch! Jeez, I figured you had a sense of humor. After all, you married her? Huh? Gentlemen, and welcome back to Inside Movies Galore. I am uh, your host, David Stragi, and today I am going on uh, with uh, YouTube stop animation uh, 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 director Kyle Klein Hesselink. Correct? Yep. (laughs) Um, And uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about who you are and uh, uh, and how you got? Involved in uh, your projects that you have gotten involved with. So, well, to kind of put it like as a like a brief sort of thing,
1: I would say it kind of all we'll just start on just the infatuation of when I was a kid to like the motion of movies and like really getting into like the in depth stuff of how this would be made and how it could be entertaining. Like, I really just infatuated to that aspect. I feel like with all well, kind of have yeah, that sort of just like oh my god this is insane like how do they do this <laughs> and, and so i started like doing my own stuff when i heard like, about youtube um uh, you know, well now it would be a long time ago it's been like, over 10 years now <laughs> right. but, but yeah like they basically started making like my own little stuff and like got to really get out there but some stories try to like get out there and see if there's anyone that would actually find my stuff entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Well, um, oh, let's, uh, go, uh, go into like maybe your, um, uh, first, uh, project that you might, uh, uh well, first couple of pro- projects that you actually, uh, actually may have achieved. What were some of those early beginning projects? Uh, so, as far
1: as the ones that I uh, ha- I had listed, like, the, like, do you mean just like first, like projects in general, or you mean like first projects that I am like proud of?
0: <laughs> I want to start with the uh, the latter that you uh, that you spoke of. The first projects uh, uh, we can skim through some uh, uh, some of the ones that you started with uh, started with, uh, with per se, um, and then we'll go into some of the projects that you are proud of. And then I figured uh, we'll give the audience a taste of uh, uh, one of your, you know, successes. So <laughs> um, when, what was your first project in general?
1: <laughs> so, like, um, that is a little bit confusing question just because, like, I've done multiple different projects with, like, at first when I was first starting on my career. But as far as, like, clear indication of, like, just any project I ever done was, uh, stuff that I, I don't have it public anymore, but like, just old, like, videos I did as a kid on YouTube (laughs) was basically just videos. And some of the ones that I do, um, I am at least like, I think I do have some public, but like, I would say there's a lot of like plush videos, like that sort of stuff is like, this is kind of like my first like actual project. Okay. Like, any formal project, like, on YouTube, there's, like, probably tons of videos that I've done and just been random videos. (laughs)
0: Okay. So, from what I've seen of uh, your plush videos, uh, it's basically having plush toys um, and doing skits with them, correct? Yeah, basically. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, have you ever crossed any anima- uh, stop-motion animation with any of your plush projects. You mean, like, you mean like
1: crossing over the mediums? Yeah. Um, so, like, the plush stuff and the stop-motion stuff were completely at different times. So, like, they weren't ever crossed over with, it, with each other. But, like, the stor- the only thing that really crossed over at all is just the way that I told a story. Like, that's <laughs> pretty much all that really compares to both of them.
0: Okay, just figured I'd, uh, I mean, it's all an evolutionary process, uh, so, uh, so I figured I'd kind of ask you about, about some of them. Now, you've been part of some plays, uh, play, uh, correct, all the way back to mm. elementary? Yeah. Um, does, uh, now, Landmade ge- a, 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 a Green, Abe's a, a, a Barrel, uh, what are some of these projects? So, like,
1: um, Land Made Green was just basically, a student play. It wasn't that big compared to, like, normal stuff. It was kind of just like, hey, let's do this as a project, because I know the, the teacher was just like, hey, you know what, uh, let's see if you kids can act. <laughs> okay. So, basically, it was just a a brief play that was about making the environment green and basically just, I was one of the main characters, even though I was, like, back then I was never such actor as I could be now, (laughs) so...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It was a start, but... (laughs) And uh, when you were in middle school, uh, school, uh, apparently Abe Sparrow?
1: Yeah, that was a short one as well, but, like, because through elementary and uh, middle school... I didn't have many plays like there wasn't like a theater program at all so like I, we only just had these for like main cu- curricular program stuff but abes barrel was basically just very basic i only had like a few lines in it it was a school
0: uh taught thing so it wasn't that big but it was something <laughs> okay uh and then uh, going on to high school you were part of filler on the roof as a musical and uh, t- uh, and i guess teddy christmas how were those experiences
1: for you. Those ones were the craziest experiences I've ever had with uh, any sort of theater. They're really on the top and very just very direct. And so I have to say, like my personal favorite actually is, the, is more Fiddle on the Roof just because I got to be more roles than just uh, the one role that seems kind of weird for the other one. But Fiddle on the Roof, I was... Uh, casted four, for four different characters at uh, four different times, because I was, like, what you... Uh, I think my my, t- my teacher at the time told me that, like, I was basically the rough face of the pro- of the project, basically saying, like, you can be multiple characters and no one noticed. <laughs> like, it's just, like, you're kind of just there. So, like, he cast me for, like, four different roles, two uh, named roles, and then the other two were just stage roles of, like, holding up stuff, and just basically being the background character. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, Teddy Christmas. So Teddy Christmas was a Christmas, uh, the, as the name implies, a uh, Christmas story that I had to be one of the toys for, which was a uh, spinning top. <laughs> 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 basically, a talking spinning top, and uh, yeah, I only had like a few lines, but I was—I <laughs> think I got a lot of laughs because of the costume I had. It was very extraneous and. Like, <laughs> I actually almost um, have a little story. Actually, for one of them, uh, one of the performances we did, uh, we did two of them for this one. Filling on the roof, we had like eight, but the uh, the Teddy Christmas one, we had two. The second one, when I had to do a spin, <laughs> I tripped on one of the, to the props on the ground, <laughs> and like I fell right off stage. But it looked perfect because I fell right to the right, right past the curtain, so they couldn't see me. But I like my head just fell right into a box when I tripped. <laughs> so, no one n- noticed. Everyone kept going with the play, but the, some people in the stage group,
0: like, they were just they heard, like, oh my god, are you okay? Because it was a heavy box. So I was... <laughs> <laughs> I as well have gone through some uh, theatrical experience when I was in, uh, what is it, uh, uh, high school and a little bit afterwards. Uh, w- w- um, it was really hard to get into uh stage, because uh, because our particular teacher, uh, uh, she liked favorites, so, uh, so a lot of people didn't get cast for shit, uh, shit especially if you did, uh, didn't. So I was very lucky to have like a music teacher who was like vying for uh, for, uh, for me to uh, get uh, get experience or whatnot and uh, so I guess I was cast in uh, a production of into the woods and uh, I was like the princess steward um, I ended up dancing like with red Riding hood I had to wear tights I had to wear stage makeup all uh, the whole nine yards uh, so it was a whole new experience for me, and then I was also in show choir at, uh, 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 at the time, which was, like, song and dance uh, 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 for competitions and shit, so, and then uh, after, I think I was in something called, like, the fifth hour, it was, like, some kind of, like, student thing, um, one of the, uh, one of the fa- uh, uh, favorites of the class actually reached out to me and uh, wanted me uh, we just did some kind of like fifth hour like student uh, class th- thing for like uh, uh, a nursing home or something like that. But uh, but we had like like a week to uh, to actually get uh, get involved in it or what uh, or what uh, what not. And then after that, ter- uh, uh, I was in a production of Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I ended up being a drunk. Uh, one of the town's, uh, <laughs> folk. We uh, we didn't do the full barn scene or anything like that, but you know, it was it, it <laughs> was what it was. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that is the <laughs> extent of my uh, uh, theatrical uh, stuff. Before I started, like within the last five years, being a producer of my own stuff. So, but um. Let us, let us take a look at one of your, um, projects here, um, so that we can show what, uh, some, uh, some of what you've been able to ac- accomplish. Now, uh, this is called the ghost of the bat. So we're going to watch this, uh, here, ladies and gentlemen, and, uh, show you. What- I like this black and white. <laughs> this is supposed to be a homage to sort of thing. Just <laughs> <laughs> like you're switching up between old and uh like him Batman music. <laughs> yeah, basically all the Batman's <laughs> Did you direct this particular segment? Oh yeah, like all the oh, action stuff this like original. Okay. But the only thing copied was like this scene right here. For me, it's destiny to be the maestro of villainy. Um, how did you, uh, uh, now, how did you get, uh, get involved with like more, uh, more larger, uh, s- uh, scale models of uh, this? Did you end up, uh, uh, like, uh, combining with a friend, uh, friend or, or s- uh, so to, uh, uh to s- uh, start doing some of this, uh, stop animation work? You mean like yeah. backgrounds in the buildings and all that? Yeah. Oh, so,
1: those were all original designs, like, I pretty much have, like, other than the future projects I'm doing for LEGO Star Motion, these are all original designs that I did, just, like, kind of just, like, rough, scratch models, just for, to place in the background.
0: <laughs> okay, um, so, you've done some work with, uh, well, with your own stories of Star Wars, uh, why don't you tell me about about a few of those?
1: So as far as just like the main Star Wars ones that have been released, uh, the only one that's been released nowadays is like Clone Revolution, which I'm known for pretty much in the community, but basically it's just, if you know anything about Star Wars, it's about the uh, time period between episode three, uh, after episode three and four, where the surviving clones who took out the inhibitor chip that controlled them to kill the Jedi, Basically, they survive this long and they try to make a clone rebellion against the empire and try to like stop what they're doing but basically it just goes through a bunch of like i guess you can call it fan service just because it adds in a bunch of old clones canon and legends and i think people just really like seeing like the combination of clones in it
0: (laughs) okay and uh I was actually watching a uh, a couple of uh, uh, them, and uh, from what I understand, uh, it, it seemed like you ended up using some stock footage of like um, maybe like if you were to do like virtual gaming, like in a Star Wars episode or or what or whatnot. But then it, it, it mitigating or placing in the Lego uh, 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 and where, uh, where the people would be or, or something like uh, 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 th- uh, that to have somewhat of a background at times. Um, and it seems to play really well uh, well, because it's kind of like us, uh, uh, like if we decided to make a move, a movie of like King Kong and using stock footage of like a Godzilla film, you know? <laughs> so, um, how uh, how do you end up going and like editing that in? Is that is that uh, difficult or um um uh, uh, vice ver- uh, 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 versa? Uh, I mean, it's, uh, I I mean I saw it, but it's kind of hard to be- uh, be- uh, 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 believe it, you know. <laughs> so, um, uh, go ahead. So, what uh, scene are you talking about in that regard? Well, um, I was watching. Um, what was it, Steve? The uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there, there was some. Uh, I know uh, footage that uh, that I, d- I can't place which game uh, game it's from or what uh, whatnot, but it looks like you you use stock footage of like one on one like. St- uh, Streaming, uh and then place the lego I- 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 a man inside it like uh, like uh and you uh, used uh, some like destruction footage uh, you know uh, you know what i'm saying yeah well, um so funny enough with that
1: project i don't have any control over that one i'm only just a voice in it really okay. <laughs> clone revolution is where i actually i kind of delve into but no, like, uh, that's from, uh, I don't know his real name, but his username is CoolGuy9201. Okay. He does that stuff, but I only voice, like, a few characters, like Keanu Moody, and, like, just kind of, like, stock characters in a way, but, um, as far as that goes, I don't have much other control with that.
0: <laughs> okay, Uh and how many projects did you, uh, um, work with, uh, cool Guy uh, 6 uh... Um... So, well, technically,
1: I have worked with him on uh, three episodes of, of uh, Stephen Clone Trooper. One of them um, was actually a controversy, because um, what ended up happening was he introduced uh, the Siege of Mandalore arc. And I'm all like, oh, this is cool. Because I watch a series, so I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. And I see one of my shots in his footage. I'm like, wait a minute, is that my shot? And I scanned through the video. I'm like, wait a minute, is that, that's my footage. And he, he used the Ahsoka part and the Ahsoka Troopers, like, uh, clips from my videos. Um, I did see of Mandalore. I'm like, why is it, do you not even credit me? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, stole my content. I'm like, no. And then so, I go to Discord. I'm like, dude, why'd you rip on my content? he's all like, oh, sorry, man. I, I was just trying to do it really quick. And I, I'll credit you in the next episode. And
0: I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Well, um, ultimately, you got into your own Star Wars uh, stuff. Now, when did you um, ultimately start to um, work with different voice actors uh, 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 on some of your projects?
1: Okay, so like, as far as just different voices, like just a wide range of cast members and everything that uh that started with clone revolution when I, I i first did all pretty much all the voices for clone revolution because i sort of had a good clone voice like a decent not good but decent <laughs> so i pretty much did the voices for that series until i wanted to remake it and so i tried to find many people i went through multiple people like on youtube and casting call and everything just to see who could do a clone voice and funny enough the story behind like how i found the guy who does the voices for the clones I just found him on a whim when uh, in my recommended on YouTube, it said, D. Bradley Baker voice impression. And I was all like, oh, I'm to check this out. So I checked out the video, and he has an impeccable voice for the characters. So I'm all like, oh, maybe I'll message him and see if he wants to voice my projects. And he was so on board. And to this day, like we've been working together since 2017. And he says, like, I'm one of his top clients. Like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's been a pretty crazy ride, but it's been enjoyable, for sure. Okay. Let's talk about some of your uh, 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 video projects that, uh, that you've done. And this is, uh, like, stuff that's not, not- uh, Plus or uh, stop motion or or anything like like that. Noel for president, the Death of Julius <laughs> Caesar, de- uh, Demons of Our Darkness, Life of Annabelle Italy. Let's talk about some of the, uh, the, uh, those. What are some of these? Uh, so they are all uh, as far as the the ones you
1: just uh, set off. Those are all like high school video projects that. And so I was the only uh, kid at the high school that knew how to do video editing at all. So, I was kind of been, like, selected for everything like that. <laughs> Every guy outside of my class would go to me and be like, hey, can you film this? Can you, re- can you edit this?
0: <laughs> well, and to be all honesty, if you're, the, like, the video editor, you're, like, the the unsigned hero, uh, hero of the project. You're, like, technically you're like the director because you direct the video uh, uh, where to go, uh, go even though you're not the director you know there's always someone directing the uh, the, uh, the film but when you're editing it you are kind of like the, uh, the steerage of it all <laughs> 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 so ultimately um we're so far as I I, I can I, I can t- uh, tell, Demon's "Super Darkness" is actually uh, one of your best uh, that mm-hmm. I could, uh, actually so, uh, saw uh, your yeah. uh, project. So, why don't you tell me about that one? Okay, so
1: that was one of the ones that uh, my, some of my best friends asked me to record for them and do the editing and whatnot. And so they asked me, like, hey, can you do this video for us?" Because like, and they, they were the uh, not the stars, but uh, the two demons in the video, those are both my best friends, and then the girl was their friend that was helping win in the video, so I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. And so, we were recording it, and in the, they told me that, like, if there's any ideas you want to add that make it more, like, artistic or conceptual, or you think we can get an A on, add it. I'm like, okay. So, all the creative, like, film noir stuff kind of came into my head. Kind of, like, think, like, okay, how do I make this, like, kind of, like, a film noir sort of, like... Uh, short film like really good project. So mm-hmm. they went in and, like basically added in scenes that they didn't even think about, like the paper roll scene, like that was all my idea. And like I-, I directed uh the main character pretty much and so I did all the editing. And by the way, uh the black eyes stuff, you remember that shot? Mm-hmm. That was basically eight hours of Photoshop.
0: These <laughs> <laughs> <Is> after effects. <laughs> So, you were really invested in that project for, uh, for a yeah. moment. <laughs> yeah. that one okay, was so, your personal Star Wars, uh, Wars projects were Clone Revolution, uh, Lies of a Jedi, and the Ultimate Edition of the Revenge of the Sith. Tell us a little bit more about these projects. So, Clone Revolution, as I've said before,
1: it's just basically the clone troopers try- that survive trying to make a clone rebellion against the Empire, but Lies of a Jedi is actually just a storyline between the same time period, but basically just where these surviving apprentices in Padawan survive Order 66 and try to build a new order where both sides of the Sith, the Dark, and the Light can rule over the galaxy in this sort of, like, peace mentality. But there's a lot of development so far as far as just the characters themselves, but there has been an underlining story in it. There's no, like, big animation yet, but because it's a collaboration series that i'm doing with a cool guy and basically because his character steve and bob are lies of a jedi but right now i'm trying to rework it because he hasn't been messaging me at all about i'm trying to like get his opinion on this and like nothing
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's okay um sometimes projects lie in limbo (laughs) (laughs) yeah pretty much (laughs) um so, uh, ultimately, uh, 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 um, now some of the various projects that you're, uh, you're working on now, uh, now are, uh, well, one of them was like a stuff review, which uh, apparently <laughs> tried to do, uh, a review of skits. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah really tried. <laughs> <laughs> um, pl- uh, your plush videos, um which I guess have been in various stages over time. Um, uh, but uh, how many plus videos have you actually done? Uh, last I remembered, it was, I believe,
1: roughly like 30 or 40. But you could count like four of them as one big movie because I did one big like Christmas special,
0: but it was four videos because it was like 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, technically you can break it up into several webisodes so <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh okay uh, and uh, did you end up using friends for voices or, or, or uh, like that in any of these blush videos? yeah so uh, also a key difference for what I was explaining earlier as well
1: with like how I said that my first voice acting project was with Clone Revolution, but that was like my first professional one okay and Like that the plush video I did with other people, but they were not professional at all. It was basically just hey friends Do you want to
0: record a video? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bring all your plush animals over and we'll just create a story Uh, Oh, oh, and uh, uh, you gotta create the uh, dialogue Okay, we'll play
1: The ironic part was um, actually I had all the the plushes actually. It was never my friends; They were just there Basically, like, voicing them. <laughs> it was kind of awkward,
0: but... <laughs> hey, uh, whatever works. Yeah, so, it- um, <laughs> what, uh, so, you're working on a project called uh, The Ghost of the Bat. And mm-hmm. uh, that is bas- uh, basically the trailer that we saw of mm-hmm. uh, Batman. And uh, you've take, uh, you, basically, you've taken a little bit a bit of a uh, relief from the Star Wars stuff to work on this, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, how many episodes do you plan on uh, making out of this?
1: So I plan to at least make one season, which typically is ten episodes, at least in normal stakes on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I just plan to make one season uh, and to see what people think of it first, because I enjoy the storyline. I've only written two episodes for it so far, and it's just because I've been working on uh, the other projects
0: I've been doing. And so... Mm-hmm some japanese uh anime, animated series sometimes they go from like 12 minutes to 15 minutes to 23 minutes uh, so it all depends on how long you want them uh, uh, them to be too so <laughs> yeah. how long do you end up uh, how long do you plan on making each of these episodes ultimately in the end uh, runtime at least so i i always try to shoot
1: for like 10 to 15 minutes I, sometimes they can be eight minutes, depending on the length of the animation, but I really am shooting trying to really go for, like, 10 to 15 minutes per episode.
0: Okay. And uh, um, how far along are you on uh, creating this uh, episodal uh, 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 fandom, if uh, fan film franchise of if, if you don't mind me asking. Yeah, so this project uh, is very much like, it's in development, but
1: right now there's only like two episodes scripted, like I said, but right now I do have the voice cast for most of it, but, but as far as the animation goes, it hasn't had that much just because of the other projects I've been working on as well. Like, there's so many. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so another project that apparently you're uh, working on is called All in Black. Why don't you tell mm-hmm. me a little bit about that? Yes, yeah, so this was basically
1: spawning off of my uh, fin- uh, my obsession with Men in Black, the movies and the show. And what I wanted to do was, so I liked the original three movies, and then the fourth one, well, the international one happened. I'm uh, like, what happened? Like, this is so good, and then they just changed it up. I'm like, it's not even the fact that changed the, the actors, but it's the fact that it's like, it didn't have a good storyline to me. Like it was very bland, very stereotypical of Hollywood. I'm like what if I made a series where I do follow uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith's character but also other agents and basically saying All in Black is like all the agents' storylines basically written better in a way.
0: Okay. Now are you going to be doing stop motion animation with this? Yes, I, I do
1: plan to do stop motion for these, just because I want, I've already ordered like so many uh, black suit figures. I actually have, <laughs> um, I actually have a figure right here that uh, represents some of them. But basically, I wanted to do the Man in Black series, but also another project that was the Matrix recreation scene. And okay. for that to happen, I need to have ordered like a hundred torsos of like suit designs and everything, which I actually do have one of the Agent Smith figures right here. You see the. Oh, okay. So this is the so same. Uh, this that's the same design. I, I the suit I'm going to use for the Men in Black. Once I'm like, oh, might as well just make a stop motion.
0: <laughs> okay, so you actually like a lot of the uh, the Lego movies that they uh, uh, they put out, like with like Lego versus Batman and or Lego Batman the movie and all that uh, that. jazz. have you ever uh, followed any of that franchise?
1: Yeah, I think the Lego movies are alright. Like, the Lego Movie, Lego Movie 2, Lego Batman, those are my, probably my favorites out of the bunch, but I did not watch the Ninjago one. I wasn't really interested in Ninjago, so I was like, eh, I'll just skip it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes you uh, you can get some kind of inspiration uh, by some of those larger-budgeted uh, 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 films As uh, since you are a I would put you in, like, the, uh, the fan film uh, director kind, mm-hmm. at least. It, it, the genre of fan uh, fan film mm-hmm. ventures, uh, so, uh, so to speak. So how many projects have you uh, done in the Men in Black um, genre so far? So, All in Black is pretty much
1: my only series as far as Men in Black goes. But, like, okay. episode-wise, that's... I um, I'm still trying to develop, like the A and B plot sort of range for the episodes. So I've written a few episodes for it, but it's still kind of in the editing process to make sure that Uh, the characters correctly and like making sure I'm not like dragging out anything. So it's kind of like monitoring it right now.
0: Okay. Now these are some of the projects that, uh, that you told me are in limbo, uh, which um, I, I guess you can tell me what you want to say about, these projects, uh, Avengers Future Entails. <laughs> yes, so, uh, that, that one was actually a,
1: it's a strange thing, but, like, it all started because of one of my friends on Discord, he's all like, have you ever tried to do anything with Marvel? I'm all like, no, I haven't, but I've had a story in my, in mind, or, like, which is Avengers Future Entails, which I'm all like, it was a story where, uh, it was when Infinity War came out when Thanos basically, like, uh, snapped half the world or whatever. And so I was like, what would have happened if Thanos actually, like, snapped, like, the majority of everyone on the planet? And basically, like, all the Avengers are, like, real, like really rough and scratched up. Like, like Tony Stark is, like, this shallow of a man that he was and, like, and just lives in his, in his mansion or whatever. Hulk is, like, this monstrous beast that doesn't even know who Banner is anymore. Captain America, the only one that really can reason with everyone. Like, he's kind of still the same because he was in a coma at the beginning of the story. But, like, a lot of the people are dead, and, like, they're based. It's like a really dark universe where it kind of, like, they're trying to survive in this apocalyptic universe.
0: Okay. And, uh, Leatherface,
1: uh, the story of fathers and sons. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that one was actually one of my first stories I ever did. That was, like, like, actually, like, like, inspiring concept to me but like it's basically that that's just not it's not a working title i'm gonna probably change leatherface to something else but um but at first it was gonna be a full story about leatherface because he didn't really have much of a story okay but the main story about this whole thing is all the big horror slashers basically like settle down and have children and basically freddy's the only one that like chooses still to kill even though he has a kid and basically, like, it neglects his kid because of it, and eventually <laughs> it was Leatherface, which makes Leatherface's son try to go after Freddy, and basically from there, kind of just leads on to like meeting the other uh, children that are now adults in that point of the horror slashers to defeat Freddy.
0: Okay, um, and uh, Lyrical Fire and Matrix Agent Smiths versus Neo Creation. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: So, Lyrical Fire is uh, my step into the rap battle community. Like, you know, Epic Rap History stuff and ERBP and all that, if you've ever heard of them. Okay. Basically, I do body acting roles and I do my own battles. I haven't posted any yet, but I have had a few in mind, which I'm still trying to write for. But as far as that goes, I'm only developing it. I'm only just supposed to be really a body actor for people because... In the rap-out community, there's not a lot of heavier-set people, so I'm all like, oh, this is perfect. I can be heavier-set actors and all that, basically, for people. (laughs)
0: Okay. Um, well, I think the only uh, 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 one that I can... uh, Well, two that I can uh, think of that actually do any kind of rap is Massive Man, (laughs) and... uh, Oh, uh, what is it? Oh, uh, not Shaggy uh, 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 T-Dope, but uh, 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 the other one from uh, Insane Clown Posse. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, uh, let's see. So, Matrix Agent Smith versus Neo Creation. So, obviously, with the Men in uh, 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 Black uh, uh, interests, you're going to be interested in the Matrix. <laughs> uh, uh, now, was this your first project into the uh, Matrix universe? Yeah, so as far as... Just, that's going to be probably my only
1: project with Matrix. But it's only because no one has ever created the perfect recreation of that scene in Lego ever. Like, it's always been like, either it's rough animation or they use the yellow skin figures or they use, like, non-like... Uh, non-exact torso designs or anything. I just wanted to recreate it for that reason. But what's funnier about it was I was talking to one of my friends about this project and they're all like, so you just want to make a recreation? You don't want to do anything else? Like, yeah, I think I'm good. I just doing the recreation. But they mentioned to me, dude, you have this, like, you have this capability to add in, like, jokes and skits now because you have all this design stuff. I'm like, that's a smart idea. So I, kept, I was starting to think about, like, other properties to add in to make it more comedic. I was thinking of adding in uh, what was it, Terminator as like one of the little blueprint things, uh, uh, Doc Brown Black to Future stuff, and Bill and Ted because Keanu Reeves. (laughs) But like all this skit stuff, I'm gonna leave that to after I do the recreation. But I wanted to make it that way because I have all these models now, and like I can totally do it. It's all just for comedy, though. It's not for any like big stuff is only just to make
0: people laugh. (laughs) Totally understand. Now, one of your oldest films uh, that you uh, told me about what it was, Night of the Living Dummy, a fan (laughs) film that takes Why don't you tell me about that?
1: (laughs) Yes. So this one was so, oh my God. I tried to look for it um, on my laptop, but I can't find anywhere. We have it on a disc somewhere, but it was basically my attempt at my first ever film ever. And it was ultimately, I would say, very cringy, very just rough and tough. Because I was in the third grade when I made this. <laughs> and it was just, like, I had a written script for it. And I wrote a lot of it. Like, it was, like, uh, 20 pages, like, of just a script. But like, a lot of it, so I was a kid, so, like, I didn't have a lot of creativity when it came to, like, originality. So a lot of it was just the stuff I remembered from Gustavs. <laughs> but... I had like the I had a bunch of my classmates in it and like we kinda of just had a fun time with it. We didn't really care about like the full on direction of it. But like we it was very amateurish. We all had kinda of the scripts on hand or whatnot, but it was definitely like the first step into the film world for me. So
0: there's that. <laughs> okay. Now uh, uh, now I'm going to br- uh, uh, bring the audience to, uh, to the, uh, uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to, uh, uh, to have you on the sh- uh, show, because uh, ultimately all of this stop motion anim- anim- animation has led you to a a bigger pro- uh, project in, in mind, and it all started with a sequel to a cult uh, film of the puppet world, um, uh, which is Peter Jackson's... Um, uh, I I I, I want to say that one of my uh, my fr- uh, friends who just so happened to be a manager that I worked for called, uh, 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 if you wanted to take the uh, Muppets and put them on uh, mushrooms and crack, that's what you would, uh, 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 that's what you would uh, basically call it. I guess. And it was called Meet the Fievels. Um, mm-hmm. and you started a novel realization of. Uh, how many chapters is it? Of to 39. 39 chapter sequel, which, though you haven't gotten permission or anything like that, uh, that uh, it's basically a fan novel. Um, and uh, you started a script for it, and you ended up going out uh, for a, uh, well, on a casting uh, a site, and ended up Coming up with a, a, a lot of roles for it, uh, for it, and now, now, um, did you have any of the? Uh, uh, the uh, I know you showed me a little bit, a bit, a bit of some of the uh, pu- uh, pu- uh, puppet stuff that you have, uh, ready for the pro- uh, project. Do you have any of that stuff on hand that you could show us? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, let me grab it real quick. I actually have
1: it in this bin back here. <laughs>
0: Um, Kyle ca- uh, 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 came to us w- uh, while we were discussing uh, Meet the People B- uh, B- on Inside Movies. Galore. We haven't checked out that movie discussion. Uh, special- uh, uh, go ahead and check it out. Um, uh, I mean, all of a sudden, Kyle noticed us, and uh, we were like, "Hey, hey, what's up, man? And then he started telling me about this. So, uh, so I- I'm excited about this. Yeah, so I have
1: all the figures here that uh, were worked on. But unfortunately, I will tell you this even though these will still, I still will probably use these for something. But like, I'm moving this project to uh, the VR animation stuff. Just so it's easier to do. Because with Motion with these figures and creating them, like, in this time of, of the world, it's so. Like, I can't do a lot of, like, the creating. I have I work with someone on these, so. <laughs> it's like, uh. She, uh, she's deteriorating
0: a little bit and <laughs> a little yellowed, but... <laughs> hey, she still definitely uh, looks pretty much li- uh, like Heidi. Uh, she just may not exactly be as heavier said. set.
1: <laughs> yeah, now we were planning on the design process was going to be like stuffing uh, her dresses and everything just so then like it's easier to move everything. but. So that's with Heidi. Uh, who else do I have in here? Oh, I have a. Oh no, the the moose is almost broken here. Um, I have, uh, Robert in here as well. Okay. Uh, so I also have his son. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been working on this a little. Bit. <laughs> yeah, but no, I think um, probably the most impressive one, other than Heidi, was probably Sydney's design that I have in here. Me. Sydney's design was crazy to do because of the coloring, but uh, there. this is, like I'd say, more, one of the more professional-looking ones.
0: Okay. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still, uh, I mean, it's impar- impressive to see some of this behind-the-scenes uh, 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 stuff, so how long do you end up uh, wanting to make this uh, uh, this animation feature? Will this be, like, your longest feature, uh, feature to date?
1: So, since this is going to be, like, a series, it'll be episodic. It won't be, like, film-related, like, as far as timing goes. But okay. I do think it's going to be my longest to date, because it's going to expand longer than uh, 39 chapters, for sure. <laughs> it's going to probably go to 60, I imagine, but it's definitely going to be, like, each chapter is gonna probably be its own episode, unless the episode's too short, then I'll probably like collide it. But other than that, it'll probably be pretty long. <laughs> okay.
0: And uh, how many people have you uh, gone and cast for this uh, uh, this uh, animated uh, feature? So. And um, what what it is what is it gonna be eventually called? Is it gonna be called the same thing as the novel?
1: So, as far as the title, I think it's going to be just pretty much the same. Like, I don't think I'm going to get copyrighted for really it unless, like, uh, who, who do you think Peter Jackson would go to? Like, oh my god, this kid is making a on my movie or whatever. Like, who would Peter Jackson would be, like, that stingy about a project he did, like, 30 years ago? It, especially since I'm not trying to trash it, I'm trying to expand it. <laughs>
0: Well, you already have like eighty thousand views for some of your uh, uh, your Le- uh, Lego st- uh, 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 stuff with Star uh, uh, Wars. Uh, there's always mm-hmm. hope that, that that this will generate uh, some kind of viewage once you actually put the first episode out. So, uh, so yeah. Um. So uh, I like, yeah. hmm? Go, uh, go ahead. Tell, uh, tell us what the title of uh, of the uh, novel and the uh, series will be. Okay, so
1: as, as of right now, unless I change, it, it's going to be meet the Feebles to the Prevail, which okay. kind of means like the Prevail is the part is just succeeding, like seeing the Feebles and ten years later and everything is kind of succeeding the story.
0: Okay, and uh, hmm? are you done with the uh, casting process now? So, um, and I'll answer
1: this as well because yes, earlier. So, there's roughly 39,
0: 38 people in the production. Basically, just right. as the actors. And is that more than any of your other uh, productions have ever had? Definitely. Yeah, it's, it's definitely the biggest. <laughs> <laughs> so, n- now you can almost say that you are almost professional. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> And this may actually put you on the map of, uh, of YouTube uh, stuff. So, uh, so it's, it's definitely going to be an interesting process seeing you go forward with, uh, with uh, this. What do you hope to, to accomplish in the end goal, uh, goal of this whole project? So the major factor of
1: it, just for what I want to see at least, the biggest part for me is just make a fi- make a sequel that every fan would like you know just make a fan like again a sequel to everything trying to like make it to mm-hmm. what
0: followers would enjoy it just like me oh, yeah it, it's all fair and well when it's put to pa- paper but when you actually uh, go and put it toge- together sometimes it can be a painful pro- process okay oh wait that doesn't work oh I'm not sure if my audience will go for that but the thing with meet the feebles it doesn't matter how dirty you go because uh, because you could actually go as dirty as you want so <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh, as
1: far as like that goes the, <laughs> I do have some little tidbits of actually the um the audio stuff which I kind of was trying to save just for the, the for this interview which <laughs> with the, so. Have I mentioned you like uh, the voice actor for Heidi?
0: Um, you did in a little, a little bit, uh, 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 but um, you said that it, it, well, Heidi was originally a male uh, voice, anyways. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool that Heidi is a male voice. Uh, this time around, too. Uh, and I think, going forward the, uh, with the project, you'll probably feel better about going with a male voice for the lead, anyways. <laughs> yeah, so, basically, the, the,
1: the little tidbit I have for it, so, first of all, he's the top uh, top build uh, voice actor, because he voices Heidi, he voices Robert, he voices Sebastian, he voices Arthur, the big, main ones. <laughs> so, he's like, top build, because of it, and so uh, the little thing I noticed with the behind-the-scenes stuff of, like, listening to the audio, cause he sent me this in all separate takes and everything for Heidi, and he worked a lot, like, for a long time for these, but what shocked me the most was the different tones he did, because he did three takes of each line. There were some lines that sounded just like <laughs> this Piggy when he did his, like, third take. <laughs> like, like Everything else was fine, but I was just like, what the hell is this? <laughs> but the weirdest thing he sent me was he sent. And I know you might want to cut this out of the interview or not, just depending on like how your audience is about this. But he uh, sent me five minutes of
0: Heidi moaning. <laughs> 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 there's, nothing ro- uh, ro- uh, there's nothing wrong with that because, uh, because uh, to be honest, uh, Heidi was a very asexual creature, I think, in real life, if, if she was actually here in real time. <laughs> uh, so, it, it kind of goes with the whole, you know, uh, uh, Heidi, you know, history of everything. Mm -hmm. But, um, so, when do you propose to be finished with this project? Or, uh, uh, is there an end in sight? Uh, Or, at least a beginning of production um, so far? So, as far as, like, the production, it's kind of like
1: the, I'm making the audiobook first, just so I have something out there, which is, just a really big aspect that I'm trying at least if I can get the audiobook, book I can have something out but as far as the animation goes like the VR stuff I imagine that's probably gonna be in the next like a five-year thing to be honest like looking at it from like a film, like, a film director perspective like this can't be done like a one-year thing like this like takes a lot of time and I have to save up money for VR headsets for stuff but yeah I imagine it's gonna probably be like a next uh, three to five years around around that but As far as, like, the the MN site, I don't think there there really is one just because there's so much you can do with Meet the Feebles because, like, it's very... Like, I wouldn't say marketable, but it's very expansive where it's, like, I can totally do a bunch of stories and everything with the book, like, just based off of what I can do with the book, but there's much more I can do with it, like, making... I don't know, like like, Heidi having a YouTube channel or something or Robert doing an acting channel and, like, all these expansive ideas, like them living in this time now, there's so much they can do.
0: <laughs> well, definitely. And if you script it uh, exactly the right way, it, could, it can be expanded upon. So, um, uh, so the audio uh, book is the first th- uh, thing that you're, uh, you're uh, pro- uh, uh, probably going to accomplish that you said. Um, are you going to be doing it where, uh, where as, far, uh, as far as it's just gonna uh, gonna be the novel read, or are you going to do uh, do it as a a th- uh, as you would the series, uh, like in like a teleplay t- uh, type uh, uh, thing? What are you gonna uh, gonna do uh, do there? Are you gonna just do, gonna do novel to audio adaptation, or are you just gonna do like an old radio t- uh, type thing where uh, where you actually? S- scripted episodes or or uh, how, how are you going to do that <laughs> so like what i plan
1: on it it's the reason i got the voice actor so early i'm planning this to be basically where the format is it has narration but it also has the voices for the characters on top of having like i'm going to try to commission some art pieces for the audiobook just to be like this main scene and then that's the cover like for that chapter or whatever but for that part, I'm trying to make it where it's a lot more of an immersive experience rather than just a regular audio book. Okay. It has a lot of components. Like, normal audio it's like they have one person narrating the whole thing, and it's just basically just directly from that person. But I'm wanting to make it more, like, I guess you could say pl- pleasing to the audience of hearing, like, the really close voices of oh, the
0: characters. I- As if it were listening to, like, an old radio broadcast or something like that, you know? Or uh, Mm -hmm. something like that. that. I mean, I I remember listening to, like, things like I Love a Mystery, and it had a narration, and uh, people act, 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 and you just have background noises to have them affect when they're stepping through a movie, or or, uh, uh, sheet metal... I, 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 yeah. intermittent thunder or you know things of that nature and that yeah. i imagine that you could do something similar to that <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gonna definitely be similar but like the only difference being it's not gonna be
1: live it's gonna just be all like the fall is gonna all be is all gonna be recorded separately the voice is all separately the even i even uh, one of the voice actors actually for the project actually mentioned to me, like, hey, I could do audio mixing. Do you want me to work on this project as the audio mixer? I'm like, yeah, completely. And he made it sound so much better as the clarity goes. Mm -hmm. Doing the audio, and like I said, probably in uh, prior messages, I also have the animator, who, well, uh, blender designers, I should say, designing the models as we speak, but like in the whole
0: scheme of things, it's a very big project. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty. Well, I appreciate your time uh, coming on here and talking about uh, about your uh, your projects uh, 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 and uh, what uh, what you want to accomplish in the uh, 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 And uh, thank you. Um, and uh, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about uh, 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 talk about before we uh, go off the air here? I would say uh,
1: there's one key aspect of specifically Meet the Feebles that I really want to shine here. It's the fact that like a lot of these voice actors that I did hire, they really they tried out, they got it, but I got to learn so much about them and like really like the payments I do for them, like it's crazy. So the voice for Heidi, he went through so much in twenty twenty. He went through a marriage, divorce, living back with his parents. He was like in debt, and so me paying him, it it made up his his year basically. He's like, I'm finally able to pay my debt and, like, I'm finally able to, like, get my life situated. I'm so thankful. And just all of that, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> First experience,
0: like, wow. The fact that you can impact pe- uh, people on a, uh, on a, on a personal uh, level through projects is uh, one of the th- uh, things that you can carry with, um, with your journey. And uh, 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 seeing... Seeing... I'm getting to know uh, know you uh, through this whole uh, whole process. Uh, thank you for uh, uh, sharing with uh, with me some uh, some of uh, some of this process too. Uh, to, I mean, it, it just seems like you're gonna uh, gonna be ma- making strides in uh, different places that uh, that uh, you you never thought knew were possible. And uh, uh, the people that uh, that you'll meet uh, from here on out will probably send you into like. Uh, some kind of ser- uh, series like Robot Chicken or something like that, <laughs> you know, and yeah. the evolution of it or something like that. I see that uh, that happening for you because uh, because of seeing what you can do with your uh, Lego stuff. And uh, I think the fact that uh, that you have been building up to this uh, moment, this is your time to shine, and I I wish you well. So thank uh, you. <laughs> But uh, I think that's all the time th- uh, for for uh, for today that we have, folks. So uh, definitely keep a lookout for um, uh, "Meet the Feebles: The Prevail" when uh, when it eventually comes out on audio. Uh, you, oh, uh, hopefully we'll be able to post a link down uh, down below this interview for you once that uh, that happens. And uh, this will not be the at uh, uh, the end of your uh, journey here. I would like to uh, uh, see you go th- uh, through it. And when it's all f- uh, finished, I would like you to come back on the show if, yes. uh, if you're able. So um, Definitely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you for letting me um, uh, be a part of your, uh, your, your life and uh, a part of see- uh, seeing what you can accomplish. And I look forward to um, what you can achieve so thank you that means a lot man <laughs> <laughs> all righty uh stay right. tuned for some more exciting st- uh, stuff ladies and ge- uh, gentlemen we have some very cool stuff uh, uh films that we're, we're going to be talking about next uh week one of them being dick tracy and the other uh road to perdition so stay t- uh, tuned for uh, uh that stuff so thank you Have a great day, evening, or morning, wherever you are. And thank you for uh, listening and watching. Like, share, and subscribe. This is called a Neuralizer. It's a gift from some friends from out of town. This red eye here will isolate the electronic impulses in your brains, and more specifically, the ones for memory. Oh, that's good, fellas. Give me a splay burn around the perimeter with holes at 40, 60, and 80 meters from right here. Thank you. That's good. Thank you. What in the hell is going on? Excellent question. And the answer you're looking for lies right here. Who are you? Really? Really? I am just a figment
1: of your imagination. Damn, what a will breed.